Hey friends, welcome or welcome back to the Swoon Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Naz, and today I will be doing another rendition of Love or List. Yay! And today, you all, I'm not going to be just talking about one or two or three shows. I'm going to be talking about five shows today, which is a first. This is the first time I've done this many shows for a Love or List, so... I am super excited and I'm super excited about all the shows I'm talking about in this episode. So I hope you guys are too. So thank you so much for tuning in. So before I get into Love or List and what the shows are I'm talking about today, I want to do some quick housekeeping for the remainder of season two of The Swoon Diaries, just so you guys know what is coming up. So we are in the home stretch of season two. I'm getting ready to wrap up. So there's going to be three more episodes left in the season. So after you hear this episode, next week um, is going to be my Perfect Marriage Revenge review. And it's super exciting because Liliana from Tea and Soji podcast is going to be my guest for that one. So I'm so excited. So look out for that. Then the week after, I will be doing the 2023 NK Drama Land episode, which is kind of like my award ceremony for the year in K-dramas. I'm so excited. Oriel and I did it last year. It was called 2022 in K-drama land. It's one of our most popular episodes. I think it's like ranked number three. So I really hope you all are excited for that. I am so excited for this episode. I've been literally planning for it all year, just like jotting down notes for it. I added some new categories. So I'm so excited to share that episode with you guys. I've been working on it for a while, so I'm really, really excited. And then... um, that, that is like the end of, I guess, the official episodes for the season. But then I'm going to have one more bonus episode the following week. Um, and it's going to be a lover list for the remaining dramas that are coming out in December. So like Flowers in the Sand, Death's Game. And y'all know that I had to do a lover list for my man, PSJ, Gyeongsang Creature. He hasn't been in a drama in like three years. So I had to do a lover list like in real time. So... I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So that is what is coming up for the remainder of season two. And I am very, very excited. Um, and also like amazed that like the year is almost over, but also I, I it's felt like a year. So <laughs> I can't necessarily say for me personally that like all oh, the year went by so fast, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited just for these last few episodes and to get them out because I think they're all going to be really good and really fun. So please stay tuned for that. All right, so all the housekeeping is done. Let's get into the show. So today I'm going to be talking about Daily Dose of Sunshine, My Man is Cupid, The Story of Park's Marriage Contract, Welcome to Samdari, and lastly, Soundtrack Number 2. And um, at the time that you're listening to this, I recorded this episode at midnight, the same day you're listening to it. So um, I was going to record it yesterday, which was Tuesday, but um, I found out that Soundtrack Number 2 was going to be available on Disney Plus US, which was a huge shocker to me. So I was like, I have to cover it. Like I have to. So, and I'll talk about it later, but I am so glad I did. So let's get into the show. So first let's talk about Daily Dose of Sunshine and I'm going to do the rundown and this is from Asian Wiki. Jung Daun works as a nurse. She is transferred to neuropsychiatry from the internal medicine department. 
This is her first time working in neuropsychiatry, so everything is difficult and awkward for her. Nevertheless, Jung Dang-un tries her best to deal with the patients as she grows as a nurse with the help of Chief Nurse Song Hyo-jin. Dong Go-yoon works as a doctor and specializes in proctology. Watching nurse Jung Dang-un and her pure ways, Dong Go-yoon realizes that he smiles when seeing her and is even healed by her. Meanwhile, Jung Dang-un is friends with Song Yu-chan. He looks like a very bright person, but he holds pain inside that nobody knows about. So starring in this show um, is Park Bo Young, who plays Jung Daun, and you may have seen her in the little show called Strong Woman Do Bang Soon, as well as Doom at Your Service. Um, Dong Go Yoon is played by Yeon Woo Jin, who you may have seen in 39, as well as Queen for Seven Days. And Song Yu Chan is played by Jung Dong Yoon, who you may have seen in a drama that came out earlier this year called Oasis. He's also in the currently airing drama, My Man is Cupid. He'll be in another um, drama that's starting on December 20th called Like Flowers in the Sand. He's had a busy quarter four, so shout out to him. And um, you've also may have seen him in The Tale of Nokdu. So... Unfortunately, I was only able to watch one episode of this show because I just have been so swamped with like dramas and just life in general. So much has been happening. Um, but in episode one of this show, we meet Daun. She's super sweet. Um, she's recently moved from the internal medicine department at the hospital, as I said in the synopsis, to neuropsychiatry. She's never worked in this unit before. So she's kind of getting to know people. She's getting to know how things work and how you deal with patients in this unit. And in this episode... Um, the patient that is focused on is a patient with bipolar disorder and um, she was kind of having like delusions and, you know, she thought she was in a relationship with this guy and um, she had some issues with her mom. There was, there were a lot of different layers to, you know, what was going on with her. Um, but Dawn was so sweet and just so patient with her. And I think the show did a really good job in showing, I guess, from the patient's perspective like what she was experiencing and what she was seeing it really takes you into um her mind as the viewer which i which i thought they handled with so much care and i thought they did a really great job with it um and if you know me like you know this is this is my type of show like i love the episodic format i love that we're dealing with mental health i love that um it seems like it's a healing drama. So I was sucked in from the beginning. I really, really enjoyed it. And this is one of the shows that even at the beginning of the year, I was looking forward to the most. Um, and from the first episode, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm definitely going to love this. Um, but the first episode, it really is just an introduction to our three leads. I know that they're going to uncover so much more. Um, but I'm interested to learn more about um, all three of the leads. So um, Daun has a best friend named Yu-chan and they are just the sweetest pair of friends. They're so fun and cute together. And, um, we also have Go-yoon, which who is a doctor at the hospital as well. And he has, um, I believe he has OCD and he like compulsively cracks his knuckles all the time. So I'm interested to learn more about like, you know, what his past is and like what his story is. And I'm guessing that there's going to be a romance between him and Daun, which, I think it's going to be really cute. Um, and I'm also interested to know like why Dawn um, left, had to leave her other unit. Um, so there was a scene at the end of the episode where her new manager and the psychiatry unit was talking to her internal medicine department manager. And um, the manager was telling the psychiatry manager, yeah, Dawn is, you know, 
she's great and but you know she's just too nice she's just too nice and you know they didn't know that Don was literally at the lunch table right behind them overhearing this conversation and her her present manager in the psychiatry unit was like you know she's really great with the patients like she's doing a great job you know um but she was like yeah she's just too nice she's just too nice and that's her old manager was saying that and you can tell that it just hit her like a ton of bricks you should you could tell that she was just really really hurt and i'm interested to just know like a little bit more about her and like her experiences and you know because i don't know just hearing that that term like oh you're just she's just too nice she's just too nice like those are things that like i've you know heard before so like just seeing because how she kind of just you could tell that her shoulders just like went down and she just completely just she just felt so low in that moment. I was just like, it just hit really close to home. So I know that this show is going to be something that is like very hard hitting and not something that you can binge. And it's funny because like, I know people have binged it, but also like the, all the reviews I've heard of this show, people say that it's really beautifully done and it is very heavy. And a lot of people are kind of like taking their time with it. And that's kind of what I want to do as well. Um, if you, you may not know this about me, but I'm not a good binger. So it's hard for me to like start a show and, um, watch it in a day or two days like unless I have a lot of time on my hands like I don't know I it's just hard for me to do that so even under normal circumstances I don't think I, I would have been able to binge it but I know a show like this I really want to like savor and enjoy and I feel like the characters are going to um be really deep and I don't know this is going to be a lot of development so I'm super excited to continue watching this show and just learn more about them because I only watched the first episode. It really is just an introduction to the story, but it barely scratches the surface. So I'm looking forward to continuing on, which leads me to my decision. Of course, I will definitely continue watching this, um, probably at a slower pace, fitting in an episode or two when I have a moment, but I really liked it. I thought it was really beautiful and I, I am excited to keep going with it. Um, I'm hoping to finish it I, by some miracle, maybe in the next two weeks so I can include it in my year end wrap up, but we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. But, um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I really liked it. I, and I highly recommend it. I think it's really good if you're really into like slice of life, healing dramas, um, dramas that deal with mental health. I think that you would really, really enjoy it. So that is my take on Daily Dose of Sunshine. So let's get into My Man is Cupid. So this drama came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, it, I, I know that when I was trying to figure out what dramas were coming out in December, I saw them on the list and I was like, where did this come from? Because it wasn't there like a few weeks before. And I was like, this sounds really, really interesting. I can't wait to watch it. And Jang, Do Jang Dong Yoon is in it. And I was like, he's really having like a really good like end of the year run. Um, so I was like, I definitely want to watch this. So, and you know, the, the premise sounded really, really cool. So I was like, okay, I definitely want to watch that. So Let's get into the rundown, and this is from my drama list. Chun Sang-hyuk is a charismatic fairy who easily makes women fall in love with him. 500 years ago, his wings were burned. To restore his wings, he went through 27 metamorphoses. On his 28th time, he gets involved with Oh Baekryeon. Baekryeon is a veterinarian, and she works at an animal clinic. She's a pretty woman. She has had many men fall in love with her because of her attractiveness. Whenever these men got into a romantic relationship with her, they always had a near-death experience, and they would then run away from her. Because of the bad luck, Baekryeon is not dating anyone, but she badly wants to meet a man of fate. So, My Man is Cupid stars Jang Dong-yoon, 
Um, again, he start he is um, Chung San Hyuk, and I I did his um, filmography for um, Daily Dose of Sunshine, so I won't do that again. Um, it also stars Nana, and she has been in the dramas Mask Girl as well as Into the Ring as well as The Glitch, and those are our leads. So as far as my reflections, first of all, I absolutely loved this. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was just so fun and so fresh and just like a normal romantic fantasy. And I was, I just, I don't know. I found that so refreshing. And it's funny because in my notes, after I read, after I watched episode one, I was like, without a time slip. And then there was like, there's like a past life thing, which it's not necessarily, it's not a time slip, but there was like a past life element but I don't well at this point I don't think that she was there in the past life so you know I think we're on the clear for that one but we'll see <laughs> but I absolutely loved it um so okay so basically in the episode we meet um Sanghyuk he's a cupid so he literally shoots arrows and you know people fall in love when they get hit with his arrow um but we found we find out that he's you know he's been around for you know 500 years he seems to be under some sort of curse um and we're trying to figure out what happened and why he you know was like i guess cursed in the first place or his wings were burned i should say but it seems like you know i know i have the feeling that like you know he has been around for 500 years and i feel like that's not what was supposed to happen so that's why i'm saying like okay i feel like he was cursed or something but um yeah so he's a cupid he lives in a house with other cupids, three other cupids, one of which like transforms into a dog randomly, which is so funny because like they have to be a dog. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so he lives in the house with all these other cupids. He appears to like kind of be like a servant to them. Like they make him like cook their dinner and stuff. Um, so I'm wondering like why he has to do that for them. But anyway, let me like explain like what happened in like, these first two episodes. So basically we meet him he's a cupid people he shoots arrows between two people and they fall in love with each other and um it was funny because i don't know there's a lot of things about the show that remind me of goblin when the show started he was sitting on a roof just like looking over the city and like you know getting ready to shoot arrows and i was like oh my gosh it reminds me of that scene in goblin when goblin was just like sitting on the roof like drinking and like you know and i was like oh my gosh like this reminds me and reminds me of goblin and then there's also another scene that um he shot he had to sh- well he has like a cupid gun too and he like shot this guy that abandoned his dog in the middle of the road and he like shot the guy with the cupid gun so he would like fall in love with his dog but like the goblin ost was playing as he was like about to shoot the guy and i was like what is happening <laughs> um but yeah anyway i keep getting sidetracked oh my goodness so basically yeah we meet him he's a cupid and um he is just kind of like living his life it seems like he and the other cupids they kind of like have a goal that they're trying to meet we don't know so we so basically they have this gold arrow in their house and the it fills up every time they like fulfill a task so which is like i guess a successful love connection or something so they're basically waiting for that to fill up but i don't really know what the end goal is like do they get to die like i don't did they get to go to go back to where they came from? I have no idea. But um, that is kind of like what they're doing. And with Bakrion, she's a veterinarian. She's very beautiful. Like, you know, all the men just like flock to her 
pet hospital just to like literally just stare at her. And, um, you know, every boy that she's liked or fallen in love with in her life has like gotten like severely hurt. Um, and she went to the shaman. The shaman was like, you need to climb this mountain a thousand times. And um, so she did that for a while. And um, <laughs> but um, so like and, the, and I guess like in the folklore of the show, like everyone has like a red story like like a I don't know the actual term that they use but it's kind of like a red string that's like your love string um and everyone has one like the like a love thread but she doesn't have one so basically um Cupid comes come like you know like crosses paths with her and realizes that she doesn't have a string and he's just like but why so it kind of causes him to be really fascinated with her but yeah so basically one night she goes out drinking and um she she ends up they they end up basically like being at like the bar at the same time because like he needed to move his car and like someone was blocking him in so we had to go into like the little bar to like ask them to move their car and then the bar owner was like you need to take this girl home because the girl looked at um bakery and looked at him and was like oh like you're, you're like you're my husband or whatever um so he ended up taking her home and blah blah, blah. but that's how they met um but yeah so basically it was like love at first sight for her um they ended up meeting later at like an art gallery and like she just was like obsessed with him from like the start so that's basically how they met and he's just like fascinated with her because he's like why doesn't she have like a thread of fate and then meanwhile um there's also like a murder mystery which i don't i don't know so the murder mystery is kind of tricky because um basically i don't know how long ago it was but um cupid there was a girl that liked him and then he was gonna go meet up with her then she ended up being murdered um and in the episodes, they ended up finding her body. And there was another girl that Bakerion had met when she was at the bar one night that ended up getting murdered as well. So there's a murder mystery. There's there's a killer on the loose. So that's happening as well. Um, wasn't expecting that. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, it's basically about, you know, Cupid and Bakerion. Like, they're going to fall in love at some point. But um, yeah, just like that. I do have a lot of questions, though, about the show because... I guess like I don't know I'm not sure I it's it appears to me that the group of cupids are cursed somehow like it's like as if they've been banished to like fulfill this task and I'm not and I'm and I'm wondering why so like they're in the past life flashback we see that um Sankyuk saved this girl and the cupids like shot him to save him it looks like um I don't know. So I'm under, I'm wondering like what happened there because they seem bit like like I said in the beginning like Sankyuk pre- pretty much takes care of them. So I'm wondering like do they feel like they he owes them for helping him in the past or something? So I'm wondering what happened there. Um I'm also wondering if Bakerion our, our female lead is cursed in some way because she doesn't have like a love thread. Um so I'm wondering what's what's going on there as well. Um and then also I'm wondering if he's immortal or like if it's like a situation like Goblin and like, you know, him fulfilling this task is like will allow him to die. Was he always a Cupid? Like was he turned into a Cupid? Like those are some of the things I was wondering. Um, it also seems like there may have been some potential like childhood connection. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. I don't think I've done 
the best way, the best job explaining it but there's like so much happening but it's so i just love the the concept because it's very fresh um you know especially in in a year of just having all these like romantic fantasies that have this like time slip nonsense like it's nice to have something that's like fresh and new hopefully i'm not speaking too soon about the time slip but <laughs> we'll see what happens um i'm also wondering if sankyuk the cupid is able to die i'm not sure about that either um you know what actually i know i misspoke you know what there is a past lives component because there's there's another person involved in this love story there's a police guy he's investigating the, the random murders and he likes bakery on our female lead as well he ends up going to our vet hospital there was a, a dog that was injured in an accident he goes to the vet hospital and he ends up like adopting the dog and like he like is immediately enamored with Bakreon. so um and then cupid recognized him as the king from like 500 years ago when he was like you know his you know i guess i don't want to say his like previous life because it's the same life he's he's 500 years old but um he recognizes him as the king but it's you know obviously a reincarnation of him so i'm like oh there is past lives actually well even though there is past lives it's very like new and fresh and it doesn't it's not annoying yet um so (laughs) um but yeah like and yeah so i'm i'm really excited i really enjoyed the first two episodes i thought it was really fun um and yes it's like you know it's you know immortality and past lives and stuff like that but I thought it was like really fresh and fun and like there's a lot of things I think that make it very unique um so I'm excited and I think that if you want to check it out I think I would suggest definitely checking out the first episode but I think you should watch the second episode as well because I think that it becomes complete with the second episode so um yeah I highly recommend I really enjoyed it I'm gonna keep watching it I really like it so yeah, that is My Man is Cupid. Okay, let's get into the story of Park's marriage contract. And this rundown is from my drama list. In the 19th century, on the night of her wedding day, Park Young Woo's husband died after revealing that he had suffered from a heart condition for a long time. She is devastated, but before she can even mourn her husband, a man kidnaps her and throws her into a well. The moment she opened her eyes, she saw her husband before her. Transcending time, space, and death, she is now in present-day Seoul, South Korea, and the man who saves her from the swimming pool is Kang Tae-ha, who looks a lot like your dead husband from the 19th century. Kang Tae-ha is a successor of SH Seoul Corporation. He is not like opening himself up to others due to his heart disease and the trauma that he endured in his childhood. He prioritizes logic over emotions and is uninterested in having a romantic relationship. But his, but his ill grandfather tells him that he wishes to see his wedding before he dies. To make his grandfather's wish come true, Tae- Kang Tae-ha asked Park Yong-woo to enter into a contract marriage with him. So we get past lives and time slips and all of it in this one so Kang Tae-ha is played by Bae In-hyuk you may have seen in my in my wow <laughs> you match you may have seen in my room is a Ho as well as Cheer Up and Park Yeon-woo is played by Lee Se-young you may have seen in the Red Sleeve as well as the Law Cafe so just to start off I was so excited to try out this drama when I heard about it because I love these two leads oh my goodness um I loved the Inhyuk in my room is a gumiho he's the only thing that made the show watchable for me 
if you don't know, I, I didn't like that show. Um, we have a podcast review for that one. Um, and Issei Young, the queen, the red sleeve, I became a fan for life after that. So I was like, oh my gosh, them together, this is going to be amazing. So I was super excited to check out this drama. So basically, we meet Yan Woo in Joseon, and she is a, um, you know, she's a single woman, and, you know, her mom is like, you need to get married. Like, you need to hurry up. And, you know, she is kind of like secretly a fashion designer and she makes like undergarments and stuff. And, um, you know, basically it's found out that she makes clothes and stuff and she gets in trouble and, you know, she, it's like this whole dramatic situation. And basically her mom gets fed up and she's like, you're marrying, you're going to marry this guy. Like it is what it is. And she's like, oh, and like the, the, they called the guy like basically like the ugly guy in town like that's why that's what they called him so she's really bummed about that she has to marry like the ugly guy and um we uh then we meet um you know Teha's character and they had crossed paths because like she had been running from like the I don't know who they were but just like running from people because they found out that you bought her business and he had helped her a few times and it was real cute they formed like a little you know bond or whatever so it's finally time for her wedding and she finds out that she's marrying him so she's like oh like great and you could tell that like they had already had like an attraction towards each other and it was really cute and um they get married and um they're like in their wedding quarters and um he's he confesses to her like you know basically I have like a heart condition like I'm sick and like basically that's why like he's kind of seen as like not a good option to marry because you know he could die um basically like he was she was tricked by like his family or whatever and she was just kind of like oh like I don't you know care about that or whatever but then he literally ends up dying like right in front of her like literally on their wedding night he just randomly starts coughing up blood and he dies and it was really sad so basically he passes away the mom, um, his mom comes to um, uh, Yan Wu's character and is just like, my son died, da da da. And she's like, well, you're the scammer because you, you know, your son was sick and you knew that he was sick and you didn't say anything. But she definitely cared about Teha a lot. Um, and basically she gets like kidnapped and thrown into a well and emerges in a pool in present day Seoul. And then she, you know, she gets saved from drowning and then she sees Teha and she's like oh my gosh like my husband like this is him and he's confused of course because he's like I don't know this girl um but of course she's the reincarnated version of her husband that passed away in Joseon so that's basically what happened in the first episode I can only watch the first episode um oh I just it breaks my heart to say I, for, like, let me preface this by saying I don't think this is a bad show I think like I think this is like a very I could see why like most people like this show um so I don't think it's a bad show and I think that like I think that most people would like it or at least think that it's okay personally it just wasn't for me and I can't really figure out why I don't I don't know I just really wasn't feeling it I I it took me a while to get through the first episode I just wasn't enjoying it and I and I know that um people say that it gets better watch episode two but I just had no desire to keep going and there's just so many shows I want to watch and like I was like I can't if I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it so I I you know I just I don't know it was just hard for me to enjoy it um unfortunately but I will say that I really enjoyed 
the leads and their chemistry. I love Issa Young. I think that she does comedy so well. Um, and I love like the interactions they had before they got married, just like all those times, just like running through the town and him helping her and saving her and all that stuff. I thought they were really, really cute. Um, but yeah, it, and I'm, I mean, I don't know. And also maybe like with the reason why I just wasn't into it is like, maybe I'm just like all time slipped out. Like, and I know, well, I mean, it's not, well, my man as Cupid isn't really time. So there's like a past lives component, but there's no one's going through time. Um, with this one, people are going through time and I think I've reached my limit. Um, I think I'm done. So, uh, I just was like, I can't do this right now. I think I've, I've reached my limit with this this year and I, I can't watch another time slip. So with all that being said, I won't be watching this show. Um, but if I hear it's like absolutely incredible, I may consider going back to it, but I'd rather not watch it for now. So that is my, I guess, my final say on Story of Park's marriage contract. But um, if you're watching it, please let me know like how you're enjoying it. And again, I don't think this is a bad show. I'm not saying that I would not recommend this show. I think majority of people would like it. I think just like, I don't know if it's a timing thing or whatever, but like, I just wasn't feeling it and it wasn't like pulling me to keep going. Um, and if I really like a show, like I want to like keep going, you know? So, but yeah, that's the story of Park's marriage contract. All right. Okay. Now on to welcome to Samdari. For me, this was one of the most anticipated dramas of the year for me. Um, because Ji Chang Wook and Shin Hye Sun, oh my gosh, I said her name so wrong. Shin Hye Sun, like what? Like what? Like come on, like that is a perfect pairing. So I was so excited for this drama. So let's get into the rundown, and this is from Asian Wiki. After losing his mother, who worked as a hanyo. At a young age, due to a mistaken weather report, Joe Young-pil makes up his mind to become a weather forecaster and protect the elders of his hometown. However, his passionate refusal to let misinformation slide earns him a reputation at work as a stubborn troublemaker who isn't afraid to argue with his boss. Joe Sandal grew up with Joe Young-pil. Unlike Joe Young-pil, con- content to remain in his hometown of Samdalri, Jo Samdal makes it her mission to get out of their small town and move to Seoul. After years of toiling away as an assistant in the fashion photography industry, Jo Samdal, who changes her name to Jo Eunhye in Seoul, finally succeeds and makes it to the top. However, when everything she worked so hard to build comes crashing down in the blink of an eye, she returns to Samdalri, where people still know her as Samdal and not Eunhye. Although Youngpil and Samdal used to be joined at the hip when they were younger, the once inseparable friends are no longer in contact with one another due to an incident that drove them apart. When Samdal returns to Samdalri, however, they find that the long-time affection they once had for one another comes rushing back. So Youngpil is played by Ji Chang Wook. You may have seen a drama that aired this year called The Worst of Evil, as well as Healer, Suspicious Partner, The K2 lots of things and Samdal is played by Shin Hye Sun who appeared in the drama this year called See My 19th Life as well as Angel's Last Mission, Mr. Queen, the list goes on. So like I said in the beginning I was looking forward to this drama all year and oh my goodness these first two episodes blown away in love instantly. Oh my gosh so good so good oh my gosh first of all oh my gosh uh I go okay okay let me let me go into what happened in the episode. So basically, um, we meet um, Samdal. She's like a hotshot 
photographer in Seoul. She's like world famous. She's doing great for herself. Um, she's that girl when when it, in the photography industry. Like she's that girl. She has like an exhibit. She is like on magazine covers. Like she's doing she's doing great work. And um, then we have Yongpil. He is in Samdal. He's in Samdalri. He is I, b- I believe he works for like the meteorological um uh association and um he's like you know everyone in town loves him you know and yeah he's just that guy he's like he's a resource for everything he's just great so um we meet them like separately and basically um oh my goodness what's her name Samda <laughs> she <laughs> she has a boyfriend um and she finds out her boyfriend cheated on her she goes to his job and literally like dumps like a whole container of kimchi on his head like in front of everybody and like that's how we're introduced to her and we're like wow i'm like wow and like i don't know shinkei's son just she's just so good at what she does like she just like fully commits to everything that she does and like she i don't know just the cool confidence that she like pulled off that whole scene with was just so cool. So yeah, she finds her boyfriend's cheating on her. She also has this coworker, not even coworker, her assistant um, photographer that we find out is like literally hates her. Like she's so jealous and envious of her. And she feels like Samdal doesn't give her a chance to like do things. And then she tries to like go behind Samdal's back and like, you know, put things on the model she's not supposed to and things like that. So like Samdal would be like, be, be really hard on her about it. Um, because she's you know she's being insubordinate and she's just she's not following instructions so basically we find out that the person that her boyfriend cheated with was this assistant photographer at work so she finds out and um you know the girl is really haughty about it like she's just like hey, hey, hey. and um Sandal's like okay like <laughs> you cheated with my boyfriend like did you think I was gonna be in a puddle and cry about it like like I can get another man from anywhere. Like I don't care. Um, and of course, inside, like she was hurt, but she wasn't gonna show it to that girl. And the girl was like really bothered that she was not like broken up by the fact that she found out that her boyfriend cheated with her because this girl is crazy and she just like wants to take Samdal down so bad because she's so jealous of her. So basically, this girl goes to the press. No, she doesn't know. That's not what happened. She basically attempted suicide. And then made it like this whole, like she created this whole just sensationalized lie um, that basically she was driven to suicide because of Samdal's leadership and how Samdal was bullying her and just making her life hell essentially at work. So basically Samdal gets canceled and she gets canceled and it's terrible. It's so bad. And, um, no one wants to work with her anymore. No models wants to work with her. No designers. It's terrible. So she also has two sisters. Um, and one sister is a divorcee. And one sister is a widow. And a widow with a child. And um, they, because, you know, Samdal got canceled. They, like, dug up her sister, you know, her sister's, like, quote, unquote, dirt as well. So they all basically had to pack up and leave Seoul and go back to Samdalri and go live with their parents again to run from just all the scrutiny and that is how they end up back home and then um that is how young pill and uh samdal end up crossing paths again so that's pretty much like the setup for the first two episodes um first of all oh then also we find out that um samdal and young pill used to date when they were in high school so like we're also trying to figure out like 
why they broke up because they haven't talked at all since she left. So that's also like kind of like the mystery. So yeah, um, these first two episodes, amazing, amazing. If like our beloved summer and hometown cha-cha-cha had a baby, this, it would be the show. Um, in the beginning of the show, they did this really good, like sequence from like 1994 when, um, young pill and Samdal were growing up and there was this like town talent show when i tell you that it literally looked like 1994 it was amazing it was amazing i don't know how they did it but it was incredible like when you watch this drama you can tell that like they had some serious money behind it because the cinematography like some of the shots that they get in the show like it's so good it's so so good um but yeah i love the dynamic between the three sisters and like the niece just like so cute the little girl the niece she reminds me a lot of the daughter from king the land um the main girl's friend's daughter like just kind of like a very too way too smart for her age little girl like that's how she is and she's so cute um but yeah it was just like really 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 good and it really shows also like the horrors of cancel culture because they just like took the crazy girl story and ran with it and they're like yeah it may not be true Samdal, but you know for like the sake of our image like we just have to go along with it and we we can't work with you for now and that's terrible like just like no questions asked like no one wanted to hear her side like it's awful like I felt so bad for her but I was also infuriated like I'm gonna need some like revenge plot or comeuppance for because like what that girl did is not right like she's an actual psychopath and I don't understand like how you could hate somebody that much and be that jealous that you would like lie and say that you were driven to attempt suicide because they were bullying you like that is awful awful all because you're just jealous and you hate her like I just can't believe it um but yeah, there was a really funny scene in episode two when Samdal and Young Pil met. They were reunited for the first time in years. And he went to her house because he's really close to her mom, which is really sweet. He calls her mom and everything. And he went to the house. I don't know. Where, I don't remember why he was there. But um, he came in and he was like calling out, you know, for for the mom. And then he sees um, Samdal's like drawstring from her pants poking out of the door. So he just started like pulling it. And so it's like pulling her closer to the door. And she's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And, and finally, you know, like they saw each other and like, it was just like, it was just chaos. But it was like so funny and it was so good. And I just like, can't wait to see what happens because we see that like, at one point, like she broke up with him, but then like he broke up with her. And it was just like, I get, I just can't wait to see like what happened and like what caused the breakup. Um, but yeah, I'm obsessed y'all. Like I'm obsessed. I loved it so much and I'm excited to keep going. I'm like 1000% watching this and it fulfilled all my expectations. It exceeded my expectations. I really love it. So yeah, let me know if y'all are watching and if you like it too, because I'm obsessed. Like I'm obsessed. Like, it's just so cute. It's so cute. It's so funny. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And like Shin Hye Sun and Ji Chang Wook, the chemistry is already there. It's already there. And y'all, like, they're both such good actors. Like, like they like they showed flashes of like the scenes without um with like like I guess like without context of like the breakups and stuff like that. Just like quick flashes. And the acting in those scenes already is just like wow, like 
it's so good and they have epilogues just like our beloved summer and like in one of the epilogues um when uh Samdal had her exhibit in Seoul like Youngpil actually went to her exhibit like without her even knowing and they haven't even been together in so long and he had actually went to her exhibit and was like looking around and I was like oh my gosh <sighs> like and you can tell like even before like they were reunited like he would see like you know her on a magazine or something like that and you could tell that like, he was just like missing her and just like proud of her I'm just so excited like I think the show's gonna be so good it's gonna be so good so I can't wait. So if you're watching the show, let me know what you think of it too. So yeah, that is Welcome to Samdalri. And last but certainly not least is soundtrack number two. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <sighs> hmm. Okay. I have so many thoughts. Okay. Let's get into the rundown. This is from Asian Wiki. When Hyun So and Su Ho were university students, they met while playing for a music band as a vocalist and a keyboardist and fell in love. For years, they spent most of their time together. After graduating, they experienced pressure from real life and went through difficult times. This led them to breaking up. Years later, Hyun So has given up on her dream and she now works as a piano tutor. Suho is a successful and rich CEO, but he is also burnt out. They happen to meet again. Hyun So is played by Gum Se-rok, who you may have seen in the drama that came out this year, The Interest of Love, as well as Youth of May. And Suho is played by Steve No, who you may have seen in Behind Every Star and Pachinko. All right, so um, like I said in the beginning, soundtrack number two is on Disney Plus US, and I'm so excited. And the episodes are very short; they're like 40, 45 minutes, um, so you're able to like knock them out really fast. So basically, we meet Hyunso. She is a piano tutor, but she's definitely struggling. She's like trying to find new um, new students, and then we have. Um, um Suho and he's like a rich CEO I'm not really sure like what the company is it seems like he owns some sort of like YouTube or some sort of social media company I think um but he's doing very well for himself so he's really stressed out he's overworked and um he starts experiencing like ringing in his ears that is like almost like um like incapacitating so he goes to the doctor and the doctor is like yeah like there's nothing like medically wrong you're just like really stressed out and you need to do something that can like relieve your stress and his manager is like okay you're gonna take off like two months from work and like do something that's like stress relieving so you know they decided that he's gonna do piano and he's a piano tutor so his manager was the one that reached out to Hyunso and was like okay I have someone that wants piano lessons so um she comes to the house and they see each other and he's like what like you know like what are you doing here just like I'm here for to give piano lessons and she's like oh my gosh they're for you and da 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 and you know after some going back and forth he agrees to like to get the lessons from her and um yeah they it's oh my gosh <laughs> oh okay sorry I'm just getting too excited so <laughs> that's like the premise of like the show and um so we find out that like they had, they had dated like in the past they had dated for six years so they were together for a very long time and um it's been four years since they broke up so it's been a while there's some bad blood we see some flashbacks and um first of all like it's it's so sad okay so um they were supposed to go on a trip together and um suho was at the airport and he's like ready to go they're supposed to go to spain he's waiting at the gate for her and he's like hey are you here and she's just like no like i'm not coming like we should break up and he's just like devastated he is devastated and 
in the two the the second episode we see kind of more context about the relationship he was like always a dreamer he was very um ambitious and he was very he had a lot of he had a lot of faith like honestly and he you could argue that like okay like he had like a childlike spirit and he was just like very hopeful for the future and he was wasn't afraid to dream and i think hyun so was a little bit more like she was more being beaten down by like just real life in general so she was a little bit annoyed with how um optimistic he was and he would like you know he like worked i think it looked like he worked multiple jobs but then like on the side he was like trying to film videos and for like youtube and stuff like he would make like slime videos and stuff like that and she was just like you need to stop like you need to get serious and it's funny because like she's now struggling but he's like really rich and like doing really well and um you know when they broke up he was just like is it because i'm poor you know and like i don't even think she answered his question but um when she came over for like their second lesson like he like bought all this like food and he like put up all his awards and he like you know took out the sports car like he was like really showing off in front of her and she's like are you done are you done now so like it's really cute because they kind of have it's kind of like it's like lovers to enemies like and then second chance romance like i and i just i think it's cute like they have really good banter um and like honestly i have to say y'all like this is better than soundtrack number one like i don't remember feeling like this after i saw two episodes of soundtrack number one um like this one is i mean it's a different feel for sure because like for that show it's like friends to lovers and it's, it's a different feel like so i'm not saying that like you know just because that one's a little bit more mellow it's not as good but like the like the way they set up the story in soundtrack number two i think is a lot stronger because we'd like jump right into it like we get like more background about the characters sooner we didn't have to like wait as long for the background to be filled in um and this one's gonna be six episodes by the way um but yeah like there's like there's other characters surrounding them like it's not just them um we have like the manager character we and hyunso also has like a best friend and then we also have a third character y'all it's kind of like a love triangle going on because um uh suho was online one night i guess like it was supposed to be like some sort of tiktok or something and he saw this singer he contacted the singer and was like oh like i want to work with you da 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 and um the same guy that he contacted online um Hyunso ended up meeting him randomly because our airpod fell down like it's sewer and he helped her get it and then um he was like oh do you want to listen to my song and um she was like helping him come up with ways to kind of like fill in the chords and stuff and you know you know of course so now they they share like a love of music um and they ended up like you know falling asleep on each other outside I don't know they were in line for something I don't remember what I don't know why they were in line I don't know they never explained that but anyways um so she ends up meeting him and then um at the end of episode two like we see the the singer guy was supposed to meet suho at his house for like a session or something and um and then uh hyunso ends up coming too because the guy had invited her over to suho's house she didn't know it was gonna be suho's house um to like you know like work on music and she's just like wait what's going on so it seems like it's gonna be a love triangle which is just like i don't know it thickens up the plot and i think like it makes things more interesting and like i don't know just off the bat like i'm i'm liking not i'm i love soundtrack number one like y'all know that but like i 
like at this point like two episodes in like i like i like this even better than soundtrack number one it's set it was such a good setup um we had the flashbacks of them together were just so cute they had flashbacks of them like playing piano together um when they were dating and he would write like really cute like corny jokes and stuff to inside of like the music book and yeah like it's adorable and I just can't can't wait to see them get together and y'all I've never seen this Steve no man like in anything before but y'all this is a fine man like I was like who are you like oh my gosh like oh my goodness so I'm excited to watch also because of him but yeah it's it's so good like and I wasn't expecting it to be like this good like I was like okay it's gonna be chill chill little mini series but it's really cute and like I'm just really excited to continue watching it and see how they like you know come back to each other um I think it's gonna be a, be really really adorable so yeah and I'm also in really curious because um Hyunso, because she's struggling, she's teaching piano. It seems like she's given up her dream of like being a keyboardist and like a musician. So I'm wondering like how she got to that point. Um, and if she's going to, well, it seems like now they're going to be working on music together. So maybe like her love for music will be reignited and like she'll feel like, okay, I actually can do this. Like, I can pursue this as a career again. And like her hope will be restored. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about the show, y'all. Like, I loved it. Like, it was so good. I was not expecting it to be this good, but it's, oh, it's even better than number one. So yay, it's so good. So if you check it out, let me know. If you've watched it, let me know what you think. So I feel like I was like all over the place with this review of all these shows. Um, It's so late. <laughs> it's so late. I can't be recording this late because I feel like I'm just like all over the place, but I hope y'all enjoyed this lover list. We're in the home stretch of season two. Thank y'all so much for sticking it out with me. I love y'all so much. Um, and yeah, like, let's finish the season strong. Woo! But yeah, I'm so thankful for you all. Thank you so, 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 so much. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye!